What a momentous day. Welcome to Indoor Recess, a podcast about kids' movies. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And what do we do in this podcast, Jeff? Whatever it takes. Oh, God. Nope. I know I can make it through. We're starting this one over. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I fucking fall You out. bitch. You whore. <laughs> you fucking swindler. You liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad that you would fucking ruin our fucking... <laughs> I didn't know where I was going to throw it up. And then you were just like, what do we do on this podcast? And I was like, here we go. I hate you. No, no, that that is a heinous clip. I don't know if sure. I'll be able to, I don't know if I'm salvaging any of this. I'm so mad. <laughs> Put it at the very end or something. I had such a good intro and you fucking <laughs> shat all over it. Sorry. <laughs> just keep it. Y'all. This is a podcast about obscure kids' movies, and this is a special episode because this is our two-year birthday anniversary special. <laughs> That's right. It's the two-year anniversary of this podcast going up, and also, it's my birthday, so happy birthday, me. Happy birthday, me. Thanks. Y'all, oh, man. Two weeks ago, we recorded that Ratatoying podcast, but it genuinely feels like a year ago because yeah. we've had so much fucking shit happen in the interim. Uh-huh. Do you want to talk about it? I got fucking COVID. Y'all, this motherfucker went out and got COVID. I wasn't trying to. He was, he was absolutely trying to. Honestly, I'm still shocked that it took this long. Yeah. If you had to guess, where do you think, who was patient zero? Fucking legitimately anybody in that fucking warehouse like yeah. i swear to god here's the thing you know it's evolved it doesn't feel like sure. what covid yeah, they tell you it feels like mm-hmm. like a well, lot of people just get a scratchy throat yeah i mean the, the 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 warning signs that we were trained to look out for two years ago and the warning signs now are totally different very very different yeah, yeah. which is good because you know it's not as bad sure but still it's a highly infectious disease, and it's like people are out there, and they're just like, oh, whatever. It's just like a small cold. And it's like, do you want to get the flu? Yeah. Like when you when it's flu season, do you go up and you're like, yes, give it to me. Woo, I love being sick. Like you still get sick, and it's a highly contagious fucking thing. Just yeah. because it's not deadly, it's not as deadly anymore as it was, doesn't mean we should all just run around pretending like it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, folks, here's a uh, peek behind the scenes. Uh, a week and change ago, I was, you know, in the kitchen, and Jeff came home and immediately ran to the bathroom, which, you know, no big deal. Maybe dude's got a whiz. All of a sudden, I get a text on my phone from Jeff saying, I'm taking a COVID test. And I was like, oh, balls. Uh, and guess and- what? Balls. Yeah, sure enough, it was it was positive. So I, I-, I got to stay home, fortunately. And, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> shush. And, and check up on him. And I think it, it felt like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it felt like every other day you would feel fine and then you'd have a fever and then you'd yeah. feel fine and then you'd it have a fever. It was very just like kind of like up and down. Yeah. Like, it's like, what is this? But... Yeah. And y'all, I didn't even know if we were going to be able to record this podcast. Like, I was, because <laughs> y'all, we do this. I'm, mm, like, maybe. Arm's length. Yeah, yeah, like, let's say, let's round up and say three feet away from, from Jeff right now. And I was yeah. like, 
there is no way we can't record with masks on. That's gonna sound weird. Yeah. So I was trying the audio up. Yeah. So I was trying to look up like what's the best way to to record remotely. It was this whole fucking thing. Thankfully, though, I think Jeff has now tested negative. We've given Two us days ago. I tested negative. Yeah, we've given we, us. We still had a buffer period. Where yeah, we, we gave acted ourselves like I still was testing positive mm-hmm. for just an extra couple days. Yeah, it was pretty much like we need to record the podcast was the deadline. So. Yeah. So, gosh, time will tell if I start feeling bad. But I think if you do, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, if it, I do, I get to stay home it more. It so. wasn't that bad, but you know, it's like breakthrough cases exist. No, no, no. I'm saying like. Like, yeah, mine was a breakthrough case. I'm just saying, like... No, I'm saying, like, like the bad, like, the ones oh, the that, bad like... Ones. You know, I've got the triple shot, but I could still... Go, I could, you know, just my luck, I would wind up in the fucking hospital. Sure. Y'all, if this is the last you hear of me, avenge me by giving me five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, avenge us by sharing this podcast with three of your friends and have each of those friends share it with three of their friends. That's right, that's right. Please... Uh, be your own boss if you're gonna if you're gonna leave a review right r.i.p beaks how tragic by the way this podcast is great (laughs) that's all i want yeah because i'm not fucking i can't sit there and edit a podcast for six hours straight i would drive me nuts (laughs) yeah so i guess it's time to talk about the uh the the podcast yes if this is your very first time what we do normally is we dig through those five dollar bins at walmart or we go to thrift stores and we find just just weird weird old shit or we plumb the depths of netflix and tubi and pluto those tv those are where the really fun ones are oh boy oh boy yeah so <laughs> it doesn't cost anything to put shit out digitally <laughs> the thrift stores are fun for nostalgic finds the streaming services are fun for like the modern day like what the fuck is this uh but yes what we do is we find a movie that none of us have seen and then we watch it and then we come back and talk about it this time around though it's slightly different because it's my birthday i picked a movie and you know what let's just get into it i'm gonna give jeff so this arrived a week or so ago around the time that jeff got covid but i was so fucking busy with that that i haven't even had a time to test if it works hopefully it does but jeff would you like to unwrap this and get yeah let me get some crinkle in there and tell the folks at home what we will be watching All right, the so other end up yeah we thank you. are it is a clamshell mm-hmm. plastic almost like those disney yes VHSs yeah i mean it is it is a vhs spoiler alert what are we watching jeff the magic voyage that's right the magic voyage jeff have you ever heard of this movie i think i've seen it sitting on a blockbuster show. yes okay let me explain why i picked the magic voyage back in the day my family we didn't exactly have a lot but what we did have was two vcrs so what my dad would do is we would ah, what, what what a person that you knew would do in case the feds are listening. Oh, <laughs> the statue of limitations is up. Probably. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't either. What my dad would do is we would go to the blockbuster and, you know, the the kids would get to pick out a movie and we'd watch the movie and he would ask, did you like the movie? And if I said yes, then that night he would go and make a copy of the tape to have. 
So we would have this weird mishmush collection of tapes where you might have a tape that has The Best of Bugs Bunny, Volume 1, half of Rambo, and then like a few episodes of Just Shoot Me. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, very weird. I think everybody probably had those in the 90s. But um, so this was a movie. It's uh, also just funny, like knowing your dad. <laughs> He's so like the straight and narrow path. Mm. And then it's just like. He's the straight and narrow path. I'm but a fucking dirty pirate from the 90s. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's 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 on the straight and narrow. But if he can save a few bucks. <laughs> sure. You know, because those tapes were like 20 bucks a pop. So this is one of the ones that I had him tape for me. I haven't seen it in probably 25 years because uh, it was on one of those tapes. And then it got taped over. Gone to the ages. I don't remember much about okay so let me let me tell you what i do remember about the movie Uh, jeff can you can you describe what is on this cover all right so it says the magic voyage up top yep yep it says it's like i don't want to say pirate dude but it's like a dude on a ship yes and he's at the little like He's he's holding the wheel, the wheel of the ship. Fuck, that's called. I don't know. And then in his other hand, he's holding a cubed world. That's right. Yes. So he's a cube earther. (laughs) Well, and sitting on top of that is a jaunty little caterpillar friend. Uh huh. And above him is Tinkerbell's cousin. (laughs) Sure. Tonkerbull. Tonkerbull. All right. So let me tell you the one thing I do remember about this movie. This guy you see right here. Uh Uh-huh. This is Christopher Columbus. Okay. This little buddy over here with the vest. This is his termite friend. Oh, he's a termite. He's I a thought termite. He, was a he 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 bit the corners oh, of the that cube makes world. Sense. So there's one scene. The only scene I remember in this movie is there's a part where Christopher Columbus is at home. And he's like, everybody says the earth is flat, and I don't think it's flat, but I just don't know what it is. And the camera pans over to, he's got all these little, like, earths that he's made. but like, like different shapes? Yes! One's a triangle, and one's a diamond, and one's a square, and one's like a rhombus or something. And his little termite buddy takes the square one and gnaws all the little corners oh, off to, to round it. it round. And he's like, check it out, dude. What if the Earth was round? And that's all I remember about this movie. I don't remember this fucking fairy at all. It's fucking Tonkerbull. I don't remember Tonkerbull at all. Like, dude, all I remember is Christopher Columbus and the termite. Maybe she just shows up for a second. Maybe. And then, like, goes away. Also, y'all? Because, you know, they've done that before. Where we've just been like, why is this person on the cover? Oh, sure. Yeah, definitely. We've we've definitely seen that. I mean, think about fucking Homeward and how those frogs were on there. Yeah. And they had like all of three minutes of screen time. But uh, y'all, in theory, this movie is probably about Christopher Columbus sailing the ocean blue in 1492 and winding up in America. But... I legit do not even remember if, like, I'm pretty sure he gets on a boat. I don't remember if he goes anywhere. <laughs> he goes into space. I don't know, dude. Maybe. I don't remember fucking anything about this fucking shit. All I know for sure is it's a magical musical tale of friendship, adventure, and discovery. See, and that... that a all- classic animated delight for mm-hmm. the entire family. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It says a magical musical tale. If you put a gun to my head right now and said, what is one of the songs in the magic voyage? Dude, I don't even remember there being music in there. How long is it? 82 minutes. Okay. Now, do you want to look at this other side or do you think that's going to uh, spoil the fun for you? I won't look at the synopsis. So Jeff's flipped the uh, tape over and we've got a few little screenshots and a cast list. Mm, The cast list. All right, so Christopher Columbus is Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise, a.k.a. Tiger from American Tale and Kuzalagoopagoop from uh, Dexter's Lab. Uh, Pico. Pico! Pico the Woodworm. Yeah, oh, Pico is his name, yes. Is one of the Corys, Corey Feldman. Wow, okay, (laughs) cool. The... She's apparently a firefly named Marilyn. No, okay. Marilyn Monroe, I guess. Mm, her hair's too long to be Marilyn Monroe. Irene Cara? <gasps> Irene Cara is, um, she's a singer from the 80s. Um, there is somebody called the Swarm Lord. That's probably going to be what? like my favorite character. What? By Dan Haggerty. No, no idea. Nothing. Keep going. Uh, we got Queen Isabella by oh. Samantha Egar. No, don't know though. I'm sorry, y'all. And then the narrator is Mickey Rooney. Oh, shit. Our boy fucking Flip is back. Yep. Jiminy Jillikers. Jiminy fucking Jillikers, Man, dude. we're going to have... Look at the spine. What does the spine say? Pico. He's so cute. Get ready for a Pico power play. I will, I will tell you the other thing. I There's actually one other thing I remember about this movie. And so my parents weren't super goody goodies but they did have certain rules and one of the rules was you don't take the lord's name in vain Mm. but this movie somebody actually says oh my god and that was a very shocking thing for me as a kid i could not believe what i was hearing (laughs) what just how times change oh yeah no (laughs) well because like i'm pretty sure i hear the word shit over there quite a few times look 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 yeah you start with one kid you have these rules you wind up with three kids you're like i don't fucking care yeah you know what i don't care so i don't know if it's fair game of of me to be playing the prediction game but i would like to hear a prediction from you based on what you know now it's a christopher columbus movie starring termites see okay i'm gonna tell you what i thought this was gonna be at least starring one termite Before you said anything, Uh what I thought this was going to be was Christopher Columbus had this cube, right? Uh Uh-huh. And then this punk-ass termite, woodworm, whatever, Pico comes in and eats his fucking map. And he's like, (laughs) God damn it. Now I got to like sail the seas. Excuse me. Sorry. Point of order. Why would a termite eat a paper map? They like Well, his globe. Because I saw the bite marks in it. Okay. Well, at first I thought those were clouds, but then you said bite marks, and I was he like, oh, clouds okay. in his fucking globe. I just, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, I thought that it was going to be like, oh, fuck, I got to I gotta sail the ocean again and remake this thing because now I fucking lost my map. Thanks, dude. Oh, that'd be a good one. Maybe that happens. I genuinely don't remember. Look, you said something about a swarm lord. I don't remember shit dude, about a swarm lord. swarm lord is like preemptively my MVP. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm calling it right now. Okay. All right. 
Okay, uh, let's see other predictions. If you had to guess, so it says a magical musical tale. If you had to guess, what is one of these songs about? I'm not saying you have to make up a song, but like, what do you think one of the songs is going to be about? There's going to be a song about either sailing the seas. Okay, okay. Or like prepping for adventure. Ooh, okay. All right. I bet there's a song... So, you know, in Beauty and the Beast, you know, at the very beginning, Belle, how all the townsfolk are like, this chick is crazy and I don't know what her deal is. Yeah. No, 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 I bet there's one of those with like, with Christopher Columbus. Like, look, there like he the goes. He thinks the world weird. is round, but we all know that it is flat. Mm. You'll sail off the side and you're in for quite a ride. No, 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 no. That's pretty good. Thanks. I'm a regular fucking Sherman brother. <laughs> What's the quality of the tape? Like, well, does it look like it's... Well, so... No, I mean, the case is bashed all to hell, but the tape itself... At least they rewound. They be-count rewound. Good job. So, ooh, that is some yellowing... That is uh, some yellow-ass plastic. Y'all, there were um uh, more expensive copies I could have got on eBay, but I went for the cheap one because I couldn't remember if this movie's good or not. Yeah. <laughs> so You don't want to sink a lot of money. Yeah, and uh, boy, oh boy, this plastic that the, uh, the clamshell is, is cracked. It is definitely, this is from uh, 1994. I wonder if this sat on a shelf somewhere where the sun could get to it. But it's weird that the, the artwork is not faded. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know what? Maybe the inside, they just, it's just cream by default. I don't know. Could be. Do you think he's going to arrive in like America or the New World or whatever? I don't know because it's like, you know, he's got a globe with all the continents already on it. That's true. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. (laughs) His fucking globe clearly has America, North and South America right the fuck on it. Yeah, so I don't know if he's going to like, I don't know. I, I don't know what his like mo for fucking sailing is. Spices. If he's, if he's already got. Yeah, Riches. I mean that's that's the real version. But like, no. In in school they said that he was just an explorer. Oh yeah, he was a kindly. He was a kind explorer. Benevolent that found explorer. The fucking. It's like no, that dude. Found that discovered America. No one was ever here before him. I think it was my super super cool English teacher. He was really cool. He was one of those like. I wear like a button up and a tie and slacks, but it looks fucking cool. Sure. Like, like he looks like he's going to like a fucking like upscale club. Okay. He really liked the cure. (laughs) Okay, Uh, cool. um, So he is cool. But yeah, he was like, he was the first history teacher that was, that straight up. I thought you said he was an English teacher. Point of order. Did I say English? Yes, you did. Objection. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yes. History teacher. Yeah, he was the first one that ever told us, like, yo, Christopher Columbus, he did that shit for money. He was going there for spices. Fuck all that fucking stupid, like, he was an explorer bullshit. That's sure. not real. Sure. And just, like, kind of other stuff that I can't remember right now that basically was just, like, look, kids, most of the shit that you've been told is revisionist-ass history sure, and sure. not real. So, <laughs> and I was just like, what? And what grade was this? Man, I want to say this. I don't know if it was high school or middle school, but okay. it was definitely one of like the upper. It was not elementary, is what I'm. Okay. No, it definitely wasn't elementary school because we went over like World War One, World War Two, like in depth. I shit you not, and folks, this is the North Texas public education system at work. Every single thing I know about World War Two, I have learned outside of school because I never. We never, no class I was in ever discussed World War II, 
ever. There was one tiny little blurb. I remember this in my fifth grade history textbook. At the very, very, very end, there was a tiny little blurb about the uh, Japanese uh, internment camps. Oh, yeah? So they're... Wow, they're, but, so they mentioned that, but well, not here's like... Here's the thing, here's the thing. There was a chapter about World War II. We did not get there. Oh. So everything, everything I know about it wasn't World part of the curriculum. No, it was not. Because it's not standardized testing yeah. shit, probably. Everything I know about World War II, I have learned from movies, podcasts, my own research, you know, yeah. so on and so forth. The History Channel. <laughs> Dude, we did a whole thing on like, we, we spent a lot of time on World War One. Okay. <laughs> anyway, y'all, the magic voyage. Hey! I guess there's nothing nothing left to do but to uh, watch this thing. So here's the thing, y'all. We will be ranking this. I know in the past we didn't rank Scamper the Penguin because I was way too familiar with that movie. I had seen it in the past couple years. But this, The Magic Voyage, and, you know, our very first episode, Once Upon a Forest, I've seen those, you know, once and I've never fucking seen them again. It's been decades. So if this movie fucking sucks... Uh, that's gonna be a bummer because i remember liking it as a kid but if it sucks happy birthday yeah, i know i well, hope you didn't spend a lot on it i didn't it was like four dollars <laughs> i'll tell you this i remember liking it as a kid but once i found out it was taped over it's not like i went out and like yeah, got like another copy about it so maybe i don't know maybe maybe it ain't all that great maybe there's something there you mean something there that wasn't there before? Oh, callback. <laughs> All right, let's go uh, sail the open seas. Whatever it takes. Was it magical? Kinda. I mean, are you asking? There, there was like, a lot more fantasy elements into it than I was expecting. Well, they can't call it the Fantastic Voyage because that's already a movie. That's the one where they go through the human body, right? Yeah, pretty sure. I've never seen that. I haven't either. I've seen Body Wars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say I've seen Body Wars and a uh, Cranium Command. Oh, Inner Space. I nope. I used to like Inner Space a lot when I was a little kid. I don't know why. Inner space is 
It's the one where they shrink a man down and put him in like a little like. Do you remember two thousand one Space Odyssey? Yeah. The little like shuttles, the little orb yeah, sphere yeah. shuttles. It looks like that, and he gets like injected into somebody's body, and like I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about the plot because it's been a long time since I've seen it. But sure. It's all this dude that's inside this other dude in a non-sexual way, and he's just like cruising around his veins and shit. What did we do? Oh yeah, magic magic journeys. <laughs> I keep wanting to f- call it like other things. I want to call it the Fantastic Voyage or Magic Journeys. What is Magic Journeys? Magic Journeys was a uh, Disney ride. It before Journey into Imagination. It was Magic Journeys. Hmm. It was this like. 3d ride and it had this song and it was like magic journeys i don't know whatever (laughs) very folksy sounding yeah it was it is it really is it's you get like 30 seconds in you're like oh yeah this is from the 70s (laughs) anyway we watched a movie about christopher columbus sure did (laughs) are you ready for the uh the recap yeah you don't sound enthused I have a lot. Oh, <laughs> with okay. This. All right. Well, I'm going to go through the recap and feel free to jump in whenever. The movie fades in and Mickey Rooney tells us that a long time ago, everyone thought the earth was flat. And if you kept going in one direction, eventually you'd sail off on the other side. But one person named Christopher Columbus dared to believe that the world was square. That's Whoa. right, y'all. This ain't your daddy's Christopher Columbus. Which technically isn't correct. He okay. thinks it's cubed, but... Oh, okay, all right. Because the you flat earthers think it's square. Maybe Mickey Rooney said a cube. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, whoosh, suddenly we're in Spain, and we meet Pico the Woodworm. He sings our first kind of sort of song about how he used to be a bookworm, but has given up the boring life of eating books to become an adventurer. Yeah, he's super smart because he... He ate a lot of He ate a lot of libraries, books. and I was just like, oh, eating libraries makes you smart, apparently. Yeah, of Not course. reading the books. He probably reads while he eats. I don't I know. I don't know. He's like a Tasmanian devil when he, he eats, is, so yes. I don't know if he can read. <laughs> it makes this, like, buzzsaw noise, and he just becomes, like, this, this dust cloud. It's great. This movie had very Ben and Me vibes. All right. So we're just getting into it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> My, uh... One, two, three, four... My fifth note is this has big Ben and me vibes. That's my fourth note. (laughs) My fourth note. Yeah, my fourth note is okay. So here's my notes. My first note is flat earthers are a curse. I said Christopher Columbus thinks the world is square, Uh and I didn't even want to type out Christopher Columbus. I just put CC all the time. I also put CC a lot in my notes. (laughs) And I said Pico ate a fucking hole through a bird's beak. He sure did. We haven't gotten there yet. But <laughs> and yes. then it was Ben and Me vibes. So I don't know if you remember, but the very first time you ever introduced me to Ben and Me, I was like, oh, I used to, there was a movie I watched where a termite convinced Christopher Columbus that the world, <laughs> that the world was round. If you, if you haven't seen Ben and Me, viewers, it's, very cute. it's really good. Basically, the plot is Benjamin Franklin is actually this kind of bumbling idiot. Yes. And... There's this little mouse named Amos, mm-hmm. and he is the one that comes up with all of like Ben's like inventions. We should watch that. It's really good. It's and this super movie good. is very similar. I fucking love that shit. So anyway, yes, he's he's singing about becoming an adventurer, Pico. And then suddenly a seagull comes down to eat him, but Pico uses his woodworm drilling powers to drill a hole straight into the bird's beak and It's uh, a continuity escape. hole too. It is a continuity then the continuity hole. It stays there the entire time. 
he runs up a rope and escapes into the ship of one Mr. Christopher Columbus. Yeah, he just lives on a ship. Mm -hmm. Inside, old Chrissy C. is pondering a map and trying to figure out what would happen if one was to sail past Africa. He's got a pretty good hunch that the world isn't flat, but he's not willing to commit to what shape it is yet. This is the scene I was talking about that on his desk he has a cone globe, a uh, diamond diamond globe, and then he pulls out his uh, cube globe. Pico knows that the Earth is round somehow and jumps up onto. Because Christ- he's read a lot, of, he's ate a lot of libraries. <laughs> All right, sure. And he jumps up onto Christopher Columbus's cube globe and bites the corners off and rounds the edges, turning that cube into a sphere. Wow, sort of. Yes, it's like a rounded cube. Look, <laughs> Columbus grabs his newly rounded globe and and realizes that you can't fall off the edge if there are no edges. He is elated and goes off to tell the king and queen of his discovery. He reckons that if they like what they hear, he can get funding from them and prove his theory correct. On the way over, they both sing a very romantic song. They sure do. Columbus jumps onto a horse-drawn cart and heads off to the castle with Pico, and they sing our second song, A Fella Like You. Even the horse pulling the cart and a local street urchin get a verse in this song. Oh, I did not like the way that kid looked. You didn't, he kind of looked like a weird jester. Yeah, he he walked like a jester and then like had the face of an old man. <laughs> all right. I just wrote spooky kid. Spooky That's, kid. <laughs> I just wrote spooky kid. Okay, well, don't worry about spooky kid. We will never see him again ever, 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 Thank ever. Thank God. Ever. At the castle, we see a waiting room full of inventors ready to show off their discoveries. Columbus takes his place in line when the doors suddenly burst open. It's the king and two gigantic thugs holding a scrawny old man with rudimentary wings made out of paper and canvas. The king says something along the lines of, All right, you think you've discovered how to fly? Prove it! And the thugs chuck the old man out of the tower, and he uh, plummets to his doom. Yeah, I, I just wrote down, this motherfucking king threw a dude over the side just yeah. to prove that his shit didn't yeah. work. Yeah, this king is, he's small and grumpy, and those are the two things that defined him. Defined like it, Lord it, it, it. Farquaad. Sure. Suddenly, the rest of the inventors are uh, none too interested in showing the king their discoveries, and they bolt out of there, leaving only Columbus and Pico. Columbus then goes on to deliver his TED Talk, but the king does not give two shits what shape the world is. Out of nowhere comes Diego, the king's advisor. This Jafar-looking motherfucker. I also wrote down that he reminds me of Jafar. And they are ready to kick Columbus out of the palace when suddenly the queen shows up and she's immediately horny for Christopher oh, Columbus. Oh, she's like the horniest. They're horny for each other. <laughs> they are. Ext- yeah, it's, it's a mutual, mutual horniness. The two make goo-goo eyes at each other and Columbus mentions that he needs ships and cash to start his journey. The queen gives him one of her giant golden earrings to pay for it all. <laughs> the king does not approve of that so he does this really weird slow jump up to grab it he does and i had beaks rewind it because i was like i need to see that jump again because it was really awkward it's like a slow motion jump but everything else is like regular speed yeah he's just like yeah (laughs) it's like like, what kind of jump lasts like two to three seconds a kingly jump if you must know that night at the castle the queen has invited christopher columbus to dinner and probably hot dickings immediately afterward. The king 
has been fuming this whole time, but Diego slinks up behind him to tell him to have patience. They're going to sabotage the mission. Jeff, does this plot line go anywhere? No. No, it does Fucking not. Nothing happens. Absolutely. With that. They could have saved those cells and not even bothered animating Diego because this is also the last we will see of him. Yeah, it's just I don't know. So I was trying to remember how this movie goes. Sure. And I was like, maybe Diego gives them like shitty ships. Like I'm trying or to remember shitty like crew members. Or shitty crew members. Maybe he stows away and 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 ruins it right as they get to america or something but no no y'all that's a wrap on diego you know i'm fine with that i yeah. did not like his character yeah he's kind of lame he's weird you know what he kind of reminds me of though other than jafar other than jafar huh thief and the cobbler okay all right yeah the um i mean the advisor from <laughs> yeah thief the, and the cobbler advisors always suck yeah advisors always suck uh, anyway, the king goes on to give Columbus an ultimatum. Come back with gold or we will chop off your head. Which, maybe that's the sabotage. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe he knows there's no gold over there. Yeah. Meanwhile, Pico has been strolling the castle grounds when he comes across a tower with a light on in the uh, you know tallest window. He makes his way over to the light and sees that it's a glowing chandelier. He investigates and goofs off with the crystals, pretending like they're funhouse mirrors, when he meets Marilyn, the fire sprite? I don't know. So, okay, she tells him a story. This is when it starts getting fantasy. Yes. She says that she's a moon sprite. Okay. But the tape, which is back in the other room, sorry, I should have grabbed it, I think says that she's a fire sprite? Yeah, it said firefly on the back. Like, I know that for sure. Okay. There's a lot of weird choices with this movie <laughs> and the like, because this like disclaimer, this was most likely not in English. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can get into it now. Um, So this was a German movie. This okay. is a movie called The Adventures of, I think, Columbus and Pico. At was the... this cut for time, you think? Now, I don't know if it was cut for time. I can tell you two fun facts about the German movie. When this came out, this was the most expensive animated movie ever made in germany i can see that oh yeah and so the american dub oh actually okay uh extra fun fact there are two american dubs we saw the much more popular widely available one there is some other american dub that i've never ever 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 seen this is definitely the one i remember as a kid but in our american dub the soundtrack is different in the original german dub the soundtrack is provided by Sam Spence of NFL Films fame. Okay. He does the, yeah, the soundtrack yeah. to NFL Films, which a lot of the music from NFL Films later went on to be used in uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. So, like, you know the theme that plays during Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy? Yeah, it That's a Sam Spence song. Now, what about the the, like... NFL fucking theme. Oh, no, not not the... Yeah. No, he didn't do that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Marilyn goes on to explain that she comes from a magical fairyland, but one day the Swarm Lord came That's out of such nowhere. such a fucking cool name. The fucking Swarm Lord. Swarm Lord. The Swarm Lord came out of nowhere, took over her kingdom, captured her, and is holding her prisoner in this chandelier. Yeah, because he, like, wants some kind of fucking 
spell or magic power that they can't give him because he's too evil or something yeah, like that. they have the power they're to, like, like, make light. Something. And, and he they're can't. he's just like, I want this power. And they're like, no, dude, you don't understand. You can't do it. You're too evil. You're it too is, made of bugs. Yeah. It's just like, you're a black mage and I'm a white mage. This shit doesn't sure. translate. Pico vows to free her, and they do get pretty close, but a few of the bugs guarding the tower see them and sick the Swarm Lord on them. The Swarm Lord grabs <laughs> Marilyn and flies off far beyond the sea. It's the, the next morning and launch day for Christopher Columbus. The queen drunkenly christens the ships, and they're off. Columbus can't help but feel like he's missing something, and he's right. Pico is back at the castle. Shit. I know. Did he sleep in? He did sleep in. Okay. He overslept. And uh, he, he realizes I was, that. I was, I'll admit, I was getting sleepy at this part. <laughs> so, like, the from from where we just stopped with the Swarm Lord, like, all the way up to where, like, Christopher Columbus is on the boat, I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You, you didn't really miss that much. I didn't think I things. did. And I was like in and out. Yeah. So I took, I have notes. I just, I, this plot was, I don't know. Well, oh, this is also a perfect time to mention that that tape I got. Remember how I said that I got the cheapest one on oh, eBay? It's fucking bunk. Oh, I chinsed <laughs> out, y'all. I should have got one of the more expensive ones because we put it in and we got about 10 minutes in and that tape is it started just giving up yeah it started like skipping and the terrible tracking errors yeah fortunately i was able to find out that this movie is available for free on tubi it's got like five oh. fucking ad breaks yeah i was gonna say free is an operative word yeah but you know whatever so i guess rip in peace that tape Anyway, Pico is running towards the docks. He's nearly there when he falls into a sewer, which I don't know if Spain had sewers in the 1400s, but let's say sure, and meets three rats who try to eat him until he tells them that he's a gross worm and he's able to escape. He gets onto the ship by conning that seagull from earlier with the hole in its beak and is... Drop down on the ship when he meets the rats again. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> They've gotten onto the ship, and they're about to throw him overboard when he tells them, no, you don't actually want to do that because this guy, he's sailing to the land of the big cheese. The big cheese. Mm -hmm. Making this the second movie where mice are lured into going to America on false promises. You know. Yeah. Happens. <laughs> Pico and Columbus are reunited, and they spend the rest of the evening turning Christopher Columbus's little cube globe into a uh, swanky little bedroom for Pico. Yeah, he starts like so. He he goes inside the cube, and there's like it's all remnants. hollowed out. Yeah, yeah. And then he he just starts playing The Sims with shit. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He like makes a staircase for no reason because <laughs> there's no second floor. Because it's classy. It it was pretty classy. Yeah. It's got a nice banister and everything. Meanwhile, the crew are spying in on Columbus's quarters, and they see him not only walking around with a weird-shaped globe, but talking to it. They think that he's crazy, and they begin to start planning a mutiny. That night... That, like, always fucking happens. I fucking... Mean, we were watching, what, Treasure... Return to Treasure Re Island. Return to Treasure there Island, there was a mutiny. I swear, like, every single like ship type thing there's some sort of mutiny that happens because i mean it's it's not an interesting story if like 
hey, everybody, one time there was a guy that sailed on a boat and he safely made it there, you know? With his loyal crew. Yeah. That night, Pico is wandering around the boat when he overhears the crew's mutiny plans. He runs back and wakes Columbus up from Christopher Columbus's weird-ass bonkers dream. Dude, that was his fucking, like, wet dream. Like, <laughs> Do you want to get into it? There was legitimately a part. I just wrote down that Christopher Columbus has a telescopic dick. He does. Yes, go I, on. I saw that part, and I was like, whoa, okay. Do you want to, let's, all right, let's I'm talk. I'm trying to remember it. He's like, because it's, it's a dream, so nothing really, like, makes sense. So Christopher Columbus has a dream where he's sailing on, so Queen Isabella handed him one of her earrings. The earrings are shaped like a boat. Yeah. He has a dream that he's sailing on this earring boat, and he's got a telescope, and he's, He's, he's extending it, looking out on the yeah, horizon. But when he, like, originally extends it, it, like, comes from his crotch, I think. Yeah. Or is that does. when he sees, like, the image of her? That's when he sees the image okay, of the queen. Okay, so he sees the image of the queen, and then all of a sudden it's like... Yeah, no, no, no. no. It's, it's, it's a clear dick joke. Like, it is 100%. It, yeah. There's no subtext. It's text. And that's <laughs> fine. I don't sure. care. Yeah. I'm um, just saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Columbus wakes up from this dream... And Pico says, hey, I think the crew is going to mutiny. And Columbus is like, no, they're so loyal. They would never do that. He goes to open a door and immediately sees his crew sharpening knives, tying nooses, all sorts of mutiny looking things. Yeah. So what does he do to stop the mutiny? Well, he runs back into his quarters and grabs an accordion and immediately starts playing a song. Our third song called The Life of the Sea about how great it is to go sailing. The like like go sailing for the sake of just being on the sea. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cuz they're no landlubbers. Cuz he's just like I'm trying to remind you guys as to why we're like not really why we're doing this, but just like trying to get them to be like don't worry about that we're not getting results. Yeah. Cuz they they don't believe him. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But the crew members are assuaged and they join in. Everyone then goes back to sleep, including Pico, who now has a dream about Marilyn. But it's not as uh, sexual. Yeah. It's pretty boring, actually. It's kind of, a, it's them, like, slow motion running in a meadow. Uh, it was It was also, like, a lot of, like, I'm going to take your hand and we're going to fly. Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of that. It, like, uh, Christmas Carol style. Mm-hmm, Christmas Carol or Peter Pan. It was pretty, pretty chaste compared to uh, Christopher Columbus. That's because Christopher Columbus has ill intentions. Yeah, you know, whatever. What are you going to do? The next morning, it's all foggy, and one of the crewmen thinks he spots land through all the fog. But as they approach, they realize it's an old Viking ship floating on the water, complete with old, decaying Viking skeletons. Yeah, and three skeletons of the rats that are also there. Oh, shit, I didn't even realize there yeah, were rat so skeletons. Yeah, so like, when they see that and they think they're getting close to land, like all three of the rats, like, go to like the bow of the ship yeah and they're all like stacked on top of each other and like peering out so they can see the land yeah. and then when it reveals that it's like oh this is like a fucking viking graveyard yeah there's like a boat with three stacked mice <laughs> oh, that look so just good. like I them that, I must, that crumbled I was, the dust oh i was probably taking notes that's so good anyway yes this caused the uh the crew and the rats to go into complete panic mode and the mutiny is back on yep they put a noose around Christopher Columbus and string him up, but as he's being choked to death, he spots land for real real this time. <laughs> I just wrote down, I was like, they're hanging a man in a kid's movie. I, I also wrote, I was like, kids, don't try this at home. <laughs> yeah. 
We now cut to the rats who, during the uh, hanging, stole a rowboat and are rowing to the land of the big cheese. One rat spots storm clouds approaching Columbus's ships, but it's no storm. It's the swarm. Swarm lord. Swarm lord. The swarm lord batters Columbus's ship and it crashes into the shore. Rising up out of the jungle is a temple with a bright glowing light. And at the very top, Columbus figures that, well, it's shiny. It must be gold. Yeah. Meanwhile. It's like a, like a Aztec or Mayan yeah, temple. Yeah, it looks like, like, like Machu Picchu or something. Yeah, you know? so I guess they're just like, he, he made it to like Central America, I sure. guess. So C- Christopher Columbus thinks it's gold. Pico thinks, oh, it's super bright and shiny. It must be Maryland. Turns out they're both right, but we'll get into it later. Out of nowhere, we meet. A beaver. <laughs> beaver named Bob. A beaver named Bob. This is Bob the beaver. Uh, his house got smashed when the swarm lord crashed Christopher Columbus's boat, one of his boats, I don't know which one it was, uh, into Bob the beaver's dam. So he's trying to rebuild when he meets Pico and the rats. All of the various animals decide then to take on the swarm lord. Ooh. Christopher Columbus wakes up on the beach and runs after Bob and Pico, but not before first thinking that they've made it to Asia. Yeah, because he he was just trying to find, like, the Indies. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing, is, uh, like, we didn't get into it earlier, but before they even sail, Christopher Columbus is telling Pico about Marco Polo. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, he went there by land, but I got a hunch we can get there. Uh, He went there by what? By land. Yeah, by land. There is... Dom DeLuise has a delightful... Maybe not... What's the word I'm looking for? Politically correct? No, 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 no. (laughs) It felt like he couldn't figure out if he wanted to do, like, a Spanish or Italian. Yeah. Like, they kept, like, becoming one another. Yeah, I mean... I mean, Spanish and Italian's pretty similar languages Yeah, they're both romance languages, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The animals and Christopher Columbus slowly make their way to the temple and start climbing the stairs. Swarm Lord realizes what they're up to and uses his bugs to cover up Marilyn's light, but that just further encourages Pico to keep going. After a few antics, the team has made it up inside the temple. We see that it's hollow except for a giant spire made out of honeycombs and beeswax and like bug goo. Yeah. Whatever that shit, the little chambers that yeah. they make before yeah. they fill it with honey. Yeah. At the very top of the spire is Marilyn, and behind her, surrounded by bug goo, is actual treasure. It's this this large Mayan-looking, like, golden disc. Yeah, like, it's kind of like the the circular disc with a face in it. Yeah, that looks yeah, like yeah, It's yeah. like, oh, it's a Mayan calendar Yeah, or I was going to say, I was going to say, it kind of looks like that, that Mayan calendar thing. Except it's gold. Ooh. I know. <clears throat> but Pocahontas said none of that was there. Yeah, well. She gave him corn. Now, I, I mean, they're way, he's way, way south in Central America. John yeah. Smith hit like fucking, what, New York? Virginia, I think. Something like that. The su- yeah. Jamestown. Yes, yeah, that's in Virginia, pretty sure. Sure. Almost certain of it. So Pico burrows through the spire up to the very tippy top and he's reunited with Marilyn. He proceeds to rescue her while Christopher Columbus fights the Swarm Lord with a whole bunch of slapstick antics. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to uh, elaborate? There's definitely this one scene that I 
remember where so the bees uh-huh. are swarming uh-huh. like a lord almost like a lord one around would say. things so fast he tries to put his fingers in <laughs> and it looks like you just hear this zzz yeah. noise and he comes back and he doesn't have fucking fingers for a minute and yeah they're, they're like, like it's like his knuckles yeah they're like shortened down to the first yeah, yeah. and he's all like Bleh! but then he just like flexes his fingers and it's just like <laughs> You dick, you could see that. You knew you had fingers. <laughs> no, it's fun. I like so that. So then he like wraps his hand in like a shirt or a flag or something. Yeah, he uses his shirt. To and put his hand back in it and there's so much friction it catches it fire. Ca- <laughs> yep, which causes the swarm lord to catch fire. And this dude just like stays on fire for the next like seven yeah. minutes. Speaking of, what do you think the swarm lord, like what bugs, like what swarm is that? <sighs> Bees, I mean, it, it could locusts, be bees, yeah, locusts, cicadas. cicadas. I, don't, I don't know if cicadas swarm, but... I mean, they do every 17 years, but I don't know if they, like... Yeah, I don't know if they gather in one yeah. big, like... I definitely know locusts do. Sure, sure. I don't know. I would say bees because of the honey and shit. But I don't know if it was honey. It just looked like it was. It could have been, like, a termite mound, you know? No, because he was uh, he was slimy, though, remember? Like, it was on his face at one point. It was all like the gold like shit dripping off his face. Oh. I just remember it because I was just like, wow, some parts of this are animated like really nice. Yeah, yeah. But I was trying to save that for my... Oh, well, we'll get to it. Don't we you will, fret? We will, we will. I fret? know. I'm just saying. Anyway, eventually Bob the Beaver gnaws Bob his... Bob the Beaver. Can he chomp it? Bob the Beaver. Yes, he can. <sighs> He gnaws his way through the giant bug spire, which sends it crashing down. Columbus, who was at the tippy-tippy top of the spire trying to reach the giant gold disc, finally grabs it, and while falling, accidentally squishes the Swarm Lord with it. Yeah, and it's just like, I don't know, the the Swarm Lord is a hive mind, and it's like, I don't know if he just killed enough of them. To kill the hive mind, or if there was one master bug. Yeah. So y'all, we don't we don't actually see it. We see Columbus falling. We see this this disc spinning like a giant like quarter or something, and then it goes out of frame, and you hear this. But like we don't actually see it. I just assumed because that thing is so big. Yeah. All of the bugs all were the underneath bugs. it and and got smooshed. You didn't think it was like a oogie boogie situation? No, because. I feel like if it was one master bug, we would have seen that. I feel yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Honestly, like the swarm lord was on fire. I'm kind of shocked that like the smoke didn't, you know, because like bees fall asleep with smoke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it, but it, I don't. I think it, you have to burn like a certain like wood or something like oh, that. Oh, you think it has to be a certain kind of smoke? Yeah. I just a, figured. It was I don't think it's kind just of smoke. Regular smoke. I oh. think you have to burn something specific. Well, what do you know? I'm not a fucking uh. Was it entomologist? It might be entomologist. I was going to say horticulturist. Horticulturist? That's like plants. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this causes the temple, the whole entire temple, to collapse for some reason. And our crew goes tumbling into the nearby river. Everyone comes to, except Marilyn, whose lifeless body floats by on a flower. Pico. Sad. Yep, sad times. Pico runs up to see if she's okay, and it's not looking good. Until the sun comes up and shines on Marilyn, which uh, brings her back to life? She's solar-powered. Oh, okay. All right. 
I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, look, I'll believe that. Freaking, so she's sitting there dead, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, And then Christopher Columbus is just like, Pico, look, the sun. It's like, dude, shut up. His fucking, like, squeeze is dead. <laughs> like, Christopher Columbus didn't know that the sun was going to rejuvenate well, her. Pico, this is Christopher Columbus's first time ever seeing Marilyn, you know? Sure. So it's not like, and I, I, I highly Can doubt. Can he even see Marilyn? Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, because, like, we never... Fern Gully lore, sure. you can't see fairies unless you have fairy sight. I guess that's true. I didn't even think about that. And then in the hook lore, you can't see fairies unless you believe. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Because we never have a scene of Columbus and Marilyn ever interact, yeah, ever. Inter- yeah. Well, then. Anyway, yeah, the sun comes up. Marilyn's back to life. Hooray. Christopher Columbus walks through the jungle with his giant fucking loot when the natives come out of the bushes and surround him. It turns Which they showed up for like a millisecond before this. Yes, yeah, And they then did. I thought they just weren't going to do anything with him again. Yeah, I was like, here. okay. Yeah, very briefly when we see Columbus going into the jungle for the first time, we see a few natives kind of stick their heads out of the bushes or like around trees and then that's that's kind of the end of that. Yeah. But no, they show up, and it turns out they're friendly. <laughs> they are able to use all the colors of the wind or whatever. No, wait, no, wait. Christopher Columbus listens with his heart, mm-hmm. and they tell him that they're really glad that someone finally smooshed the Swarm Lord because they've had it up to here with this guy. And they let Christopher Columbus keep... That giant golden disc. Because he asked for it. He's just like, can I have this? Can I have this? Pretty, pretty, please. They're going to kill me if I don't get this. Yeah. And they're just like, sure. And then one of them kind of mutters to himself. He's like, it's not really gold. It's only gold plated. Yeah, it's only gold plated. (laughs) Good one. They knew how to plate things with gold, apparently. Sure, yeah. Fuck it. Our final shot is a faraway shot of Columbus's ship leaving this tropical island and heading home. We stay on this shot and get time-lapse footage of this tropical island becoming more and more inhabited until finally it turns into New York City. Which doesn't... That's right, y'all. That just, just fucking threw my whole Central America we thing. We got palm trees. We got Incas. Yeah. We got... They even talk about how they landed on an island. Machu Picchu. So it's uh, like, Manhattan Island. Yeah, it's supposed to be Manhattan Island, but palm trees. I Okay, I don't know. I don't know if this is a twist or if it was just supposed to be like symbolic, like "Hey, it's America." Yeah, but um, but it's like the fucking twin towers are right there. Oh yeah, there. yeah, yeah. We it's see like, the twin it towers. Is we the see the New York skyline. We see the Statue of Liberty. Like if the they Chrysler if building. they put like everything, it was like, oh, there's the Space Needle, or it's just represented. <laughs> there's the arch, yeah, the giant St. Louis arch. Sure, fuck but it. it's just like no, this is fucking clearly New York. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Open to interpretation, you know. Sure. I mean, climate change, dude. But Maybe I did, they used to have palm trees up in New York. <laughs> I did start thinking about it. I'm like, oh, shit. Is that why there was a beaver? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. We got, we, got, we got palm trees and beavers and Mayans and... This shit's a mess. It is a mess. But that's all right because that is our story. My final note is, to sum it all up, Christopher Columbus found a beehive in a Mayan temple. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. All right, I guess uh, it is time now to move on to the compliment sandwich. The compliment sandwich is where we like to say one compliment and then one criticism that we had with the movie and then another compliment. Good, Mm. bad, good. Uh, Would you like to start or would you like me to start? So you said at the beginning that this was the most expensive 
animation that Germany's ever created at the time. At the time, yes. Yeah. And also, fun fact, this came out in Germany in 1992, the uh, 500-year anniversary of Columbus sailing the ocean blue. Mm. That's right. Isn't that fun? When did the Berlin Wall come down? Uh, 91. Okay, so it was just a little bit after that. Or maybe it was 89. No, wait. The Soviet Union collapsed in 91. I think the Berlin Wall was 89. Okay, so There's like a slight that. little... Di- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was just, just curious. That's just Berlin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, where are you going with this? Well, like, with the whole East-West Germany thing. Anyways, uh, yeah, it, you said it was the most expensive one at the time, mm-hmm. and it definitely shows at times. Oh, yeah. There's times where it doesn't, but... <laughs> Like, I remember this one. I remember, like, kind of making a comment as we were watching it because they didn't even finish painting the fucking cell. They were just like, fuck it at one point. There's one shot with Columbus on the boat, and I think he's talking to one of the crew members, and the cell is like the banister. Yeah, the banister. Yeah, the the railing of the boat, and that's it yeah and, and it, it, you can even see it like kind of faded away yeah like it faded off like they were gonna put another cell underneath it and or they something. never did like, yeah it's like i don't know if that was an animation error and they were just like fuck it i have no idea i've never seen anything like that before in my life but it was very weird at the same time there's also you know really nice animation in there yeah that that was also my first my first compliment is that the animation you will get some cells being reused. You'll get some. Yeah. And that's why I kind of asked, like, was this recut or something? Because I, I don't know if this is like shot for shot, how it released. Because some of it's like disjointed. Sure. But I genuinely don't know. I tried to look for the original German version on YouTube and Daily Motion, and I couldn't find anything. And um, have it on like Das Tubi or something. <laughs> das Tubi? Das Tubi. Um, no, I'm sorry. They didn't. They didn't have it on DOS Tubi. But no, I, I would not be shocked if they did some some editing, but... Mm. Okay, well, what is your criticism? My biggest problem with this movie is... I want to I know if it's my biggest problem. I can't fucking understand what anybody oh is saying Oh my god, we are the two. the whole fucking movie. We are two for two. My criticism is audio mixing made trying to decipher lines slash lyrics extremely yeah. hard. Yeah, so, okay... It's some of the notes that I didn't mention because I wanted to save it for my criticism. That's fine, sure. Um, let's see. Where is it? <laughs> this might be a little mean, but I was just like, Pico's voice actor cannot stop constantly talking. That is uh, Corey Feldman, I believe. Corey Feldman, yeah. He just He's just always talking, even though like this is a scene with no talking. They're like, oh, no, we're going to make an inner monologue. It's like, just shut up. Just shut up and let the fucking scene happen. I did write something similar. I wrote, there are some lines that are possibly ad-libbed, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not Frog Kingdom bad. No. But Nothing's it, it Frog kinda, Kingdom bad. Yeah. It reminded me of it, but it's not as bad. Sure. I also wrote down, I have no idea what's going on with this audio. The dubbing is a mess. It's it's not great. I wrote down, I can't understand a single fucking thing the Swarm, Swarm Lord says. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Like, I just gave up. I was just like, I don't know. Something's happening with this dude. I mean, most of the lines that I was able to decipher were pretty fucking nothing. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, you dare oppose me? I'm the Swarm Lord. I'm not even commenting on the quality of the acting. I'm just saying the lines were like fucking video game final yeah. boss. Like, and not that's that why important. I had a lot of problems like figuring out what the Swarm Lord wanted. And it's like, 
it, the voice wasn't bad. It's just the, I guess the mixing yeah. was bad. I think the mixing is atrocious. Yeah, it's fucking, just, it was horrible. Okay, well, uh, what is your final compliment? Uh, my final compliment is Let's see just, it for three for three. There was a lot of unexpected laughs okay. from me about just stuff. Some of it was, yeah, like punking on the actual film itself. But some of it was some of the gags were actually funny. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, I, I wrote something kind of similar. I wrote, Columbus is highly expressive, and that leads to good slapstick slash visual humor. He's got... He's got some fucking faces. He's got a great face, and they use that to his advantage. His eyes are constantly bugging out with something wild's happening. Yeah. Or like... Even it's even very his, cartoony. Even his hair acts. Yeah. Like if he gets all excited, his hair kind of like poofs up, and it's 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 really good. You know, even even if you couldn't tell exactly what was going on, you know, all you got to do is look at Columbus's face, and you're like, okay, I get it. He's shocked about something. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's how I could mostly follow the yeah. story. Yeah, yeah. Was it's like, all right, I'm just gonna watch the animation because I can't fucking get anything from the sure. audio. So it is time now to move on to our favorite song. <laughs> None of them were really like remarkable. No. Um, can you go through all the songs again? So our first song is Pico's I, I've Given Up Being a Bookworm and I Want to Be an Adventurer. Yeah. It's like, I, I didn't really like that that's song okay. myself. Uh, the second song, which is an actual factual song, is I think it's A Fella Like You, yeah, where Pico the, and Christopher... The romance song. <laughs> Pico and Christopher Columbus are talking about how happy they are that they met each other because now they're friends. Mm. And also the horse is happy. Yeah, the horse decides to butt in for the, some reason. I don't remember the horse's line, but the street urchin's line is something along the lines of like, just by looking at you, I can tell that I'm getting smarter or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, like, all the right. Fuck? Okay. Sure. He doesn't seem that learned to me, yeah. but... And then after that, is it just the the accordion? After mutiny that song? is the the meep meep song. The mutiny song. Oh, the mutiny song. Uh, yes, it's the life of the sea. That is actually our third song. Our fourth and final song, which we didn't talk about, is played over the credits. It's called "In Heaven." Mm. It's slow, and I. That's all I can tell you about it. Yeah, I would say. My favorite one, not based on the actual, like I was trying to figure out, it's like, what song did I like to hear more? But the segment, the song segment I enjoyed the most was the anti-mutiny one. Yeah, I, I like that one too. So I, w- I would go with Even that song. Even though that song was fucking weird. Okay, do you remember when we watched uh, Christmas Carol and they did that stupid Santa sooty suit song? Yeah. And the entire time the song takes place in the reflection of a like christmas tree ornament yeah but it wasn't animated like that it, it was all like post-processed and weird mm. this song the mutiny song the life of the sea song has a lot of weird fucking post-processing where like oh now the screen is green tinted for some reason yeah and at the bottom there's these little purple waves yeah i remember that. and like oh now the screen is like it just looked really out of place. It was yeah. fucking weird. Also, that song was fucking weird because he goes into like, hey, remember Ulysses? Yeah. Hey, remember the Greeks? It's like he was he was doing like Ready Player One before Ready Player oh, One. Oh man, Ready Player 1492. Yeah. This is Ready, just like- Ready Reader 1492. Oh shit. 
The one thing I do like about that song is that he's trying to like invoke all the all these like brave people that went to sea and then he talks about like and then there were some sailors and they sailed off the edge of the world and got eaten by a giant yeah. world well, serpent that's where he fucks up and he realizes that he yeah. fucks up yeah, he's yeah. like i shouldn't have said that because they were so into it they're like oh yeah being a sailor fucking rips yeah and then he says that and he's just like oh shit we're gonna Whoops. die Whoops. yep and then everybody's like oh yeah fuck this shit <laughs> they're so easily swayed they are they're very fickle yeah they're like kids <clears throat> Uh, it is time now to get to our MVP. What we're going to do is we're going to pick one character from the movie that we just really, really liked. Maybe it was a major character. Maybe it was a minor character. It doesn't matter. All are welcome here. So I would have to say my MVP is a Swarm Lord. The I, Swarm Lord. The Swarm Lord. Lord. Yeah. I don't know. I thought he was cool. Okay. He could like turn themselves into like monstrous shapes yeah he looked like a bull for a while because yeah. he was because yeah. christopher columbus was like He's playing bullfighter like, yeah and then there was a part where he looked he was like he, he was just like a straight up fucking like chernabog demon for a yeah, while yeah yeah and then there was one where he kind of looked like he was like in a weird like suit of armor they, they he was just a very abstract being and yeah. entity also the way he's drawn is kind of different than everything else in the movie because yeah. he's very scritchy and yeah because like, he's made up of bugs yeah yeah because he made up i'm just saying it, it looks good it you yeah. know it's very evocative of like a bunch of bugs flying by really fast so my mvp is a little on the obscure side it's christopher columbus no i'm just kidding my mvp is the scrawniest of the rats so there's okay. the three rats there i kind of like i kind of like the fattest one we didn't myself. really describe them there was a big fat rat mm-hmm. with like a tuft of hair who, and he, also he, an earring didn't yeah. He? yeah he had an earring and he was also like he was kind of like the dumb muscle yeah and then there was a a short fat blue rat with like one pointy little tooth and i don't know he didn't really say a lot but my absolute favorite was the scrawny middle-sized rat who pretty much would just repeat whatever anyone said three times. <laughs> I loved it. He reminded me a lot of Animal because he's got that that same. Somebody would be like, hey, we found land. And he'd be like, land, land, land. And yeah, I remember that because he was the one that started being like, big cheese, big cheese, yeah. <laughs> yes. big cheese. That was pretty much his whole thing is like, just repeat whatever somebody just said three times. Yeah. It's a very simple character gimmick, but I loved it. So good job, little rat. I don't even know your name. I don't even think you have a name. Little rattles. Little rattles. That's him. Uh, it is time now to get into the ranking of the movies. I feel like this is gonna be hard. Okay. I need to go to indoorrecess.club. Indoorrecess.club. That's where you should go. Go there. So, y'all, what we're doing is we are looking at the list. We are trying to figure out where in our brains this movie should go. I'm talking to fill time because I myself don't really know where to put this. Hmm. Think I have a number. Good for you, dude. I have a range of like, oh man, I don't but know. But that number is very flexible. Sure. Because I, I also have like a range in that area. Yeah. That's what I usually do. It's just like, I have a number. It's not a hard number. 
I usually have a pretty fucking hard number. Today, I am loosey fucking goosey. Okay, I, um, I think I can commit. I can commit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, no, wait. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. I can commit. All right. Are you ready? I'm putting my phone down because I'm good. Okay, okay. Three. Are you sure? No. <laughs> Three, two, one. 24. 23. Whoa. So I said 23. Uh-huh. What did you say? 34. Originally, I was going to say 30. Okay. Because it really reminded me of The Little Fox. And I was like, okay, is this better or worse than Little Fox? I was like, I think The Little Fox is a little better. It has its own fucking stamp set. Whereas <laughs> so nobody's making fucking stamps of Now, that's movie. not true. I haven't looked it up yet. Germany might have Pico and Columbus stamps. You don't know that. But then I saw, you know, Frog Adventure. And I'm like, it's like, I feel like Frog Kingdom 2 is a little bit better than this. I don't know. It's a little confusing. So you said 23? I said 23, and I was originally bouncing, like, all over the place. So let me tell you, this movie reminded me a lot in both theme and execution of Return to Treasure Island. Yeah, I can see that. That it's got that same, like, okay, the English dub was kind of eh, but it's got great animation bones, and it actually makes me want to, like, seek out the original one so I can watch it with the original voices and not be bothered by the English sorry y'all there's a fucking helicopter going over but let me tell you dude I was originally bouncing all over the place I was looking up in the teens for a minute and then I was like no wow, that all the way as high as the teen well th- then I was like that's a little much and then I was coming down over to the like the low 20s and I was just like yeah but I think it's better than that so I don't know dude this is one of those rare cases where I don't feel strongly about my number at all do you think this is better than Steam Engine's Eyes yes definitely better than Homeward yeah better than Gooby (laughs) yeah better than Daddy I'm a Zombie yes better than Spookly yes better than Frog Kingdom 2 hmm See that's you know, where I start. That, that's where I started getting like, hmm. It's like better than Little Ghost, better than Slappy and the Stinkers. I think it's better than Slappy and the Stinkers and Little Ghost. Frog Kingdom Two, though, I don't. Oh man, do we need to redo this whole list? No. <laughs> so you originally said twenty nine. Is that what you said? No, I, I think I originally said thirty four. Oh, right under Frog Kingdom, but right. above Spookly. Oh man. Uh... I wonder if me having the tendrils of nostalgia, I wonder if that's having an effect on me because Good. I did. There there were certain times when we were watching this movie. I was like, oh, yeah, I do remember that scene. Or I do remember when Pico said this. I remember just really liking Pico as a kid. Yeah. He's cute. Um, He's cute. is just Corey Feldman did not do a good job with him. Sure. I didn't think he was that bad, but you're right. He wasn't that bad, but he wasn't like good he has this obnoxious thing where he has to narrate everything that he do yeah it it was annoying i'm walking i like to take walks i like to take walks i'm I'm walking vertically i'm walking vertically this this is nice oh we forgot to talk about pico's not joke remember oh yeah there's a part where he's in the jungle and pico's like wow i've never had a tree in the new world and he like goes right through it and he's like oh that was disgusting not not oh man and it's just like Okay. No, it was good. It was good. It was a not joke. 
So in conclusion, Magic Voyage or whatever number. Number eight. one. Yep. Lisa suit is not black. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're, Anytime someone says a not joke, I can't help but think of Borat. Oh, see, I think of Wayne's World, but whatever. You know, I'm starting to think, you mentioned Little Fox, and I'm really starting to look at 29, and I'm like... You that... think it's better than Little Fox? Because if you say 29, that moves Little Fox down to 30. Yeah, I think okay. I could be okay. I think I think 29, in my mind, 29 feels like a pretty comfy spot for the, uh, the Magic Voyage. Yeah. I can go with that. You can go with that? Yeah, because like I said, I had a big range. Like every everything between like 34 and like 28 would have been fine with <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, um, congratulations, The Magic Voyage, for getting number 29 on our list. Kicking Lilith Fox to the curb. All right. So, Jeff, it is that time of year again. It is time... For the second annual Indoor Recess Awards. And unfortunately, y'all... This is the second one, so we have two categories. <laughs> y'all, I have been trying to think of, like, different categories for this these silly little awards. And just this year's crop of movies were, were very weird and, and kind of hard for me to think of things. So I've got two awards. Tonight's categories are Best Ensemble. Okay. <laughs> Best Ensemble and Best Song. Okay. First off, Jeff, thank you for attending the second year Indoor Recess Awards. Who are you wearing? Uh, I'm right now. I am very Canada chic. I'm wearing my Niagara Falls shirt. Good. One. Okay. Cool. Um, Chuck Taylors. All right. Neat. I'm <laughs> wearing some blue jeans and a uh, Mother Three shirt. Hey, y'all, release Mother Three. Good. Good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> the nominees for Best Ensemble are The Mycene Girls from Mycene Goes Hollywood. Okay. Sorry. If I could take it all back, I would in a heartbeat. So, we had a couple bad weeks. That doesn't change a lifetime of friendship, right? I really hope not. Not a chance. The Stinkers from Slappy and the Stinkers. Do the Stinkers are going to come right. in? Right, it's I am. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't last two seconds out there in that ocean. Yeah, well, he'd eat him up like a fish burrito. The Safety Verse Guardians from Safe Passage. If you were to fall into the intake, you would suck you in and you die. You would suck the life right out of you. Ew, sick suck the life out of you? I'm afraid so. And the teens of Dinosaur Island. Hey, hey, I got an idea. Why don't we tell Elson we won't sue the network if he lets us split the prize money four ways? Sure. Sounds good. Should be plenty to send all four of us through college. I was counting on a full scholarship myself. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you remember the rules of the indoor recess awards the ranking is where we have to find common ground but this we can give to whoever we want so yeah. we will each be giving a, an award so who who is your pick for best ensemble my scene <laughs> the my scene girls yeah all right 
Would you like to talk about them? Would you like to elaborate? Um, it is a very, very low-key teen drama, and I am crazy for teen drama. <laughs> for the viewers, listeners out there that don't know, we've been watching a lot of Degrassi, so... No. <sighs> pretty sure whatever it takes comes out of my mouth at least once a day. Oh, like once a fucking hour. <laughs> whatever it takes. No. And then, you know, that's the only, of all this ensemble, this is the only one that I actually identified with somebody in the ensemble. Because I was like, Who, Delancey? Yeah, fucking Delancey. <laughs> okay, that's I'm fine. a fucking Delancey, y'all. Fucking Delancey. Um, you know, I'm, I would probably also have to give it to the Mycene girls. Good job, uh, Mattel. I was, I was really leaning hard on the safety verse guardians. Just because they were they were so unexpected and kind of weird. Yeah. But they never really came together as an ensemble. You yeah. Know? They were each individually locked in their prisons. Yeah. Yeah. Their safety, and then, safety jails. And then the teens. Look, the teens were right in. I didn't much care for the Dinosaur Island teens. Yeah. Nobody likes them. And then them. the stinkers. Like half those stinkers didn't even have names. So. No. They didn't have names. And it's just like, this is just like budget tier little rascals yeah this is fucking great value little rascals all right and our our final category tonight is best song okay and the nominees are oh no it's him again from return to treasure island okay (laughs) oh no it's him again he can't be trusted pass me a basket Anything can happen on Halloween from The Worst Witch. Gremlin's gonna mess up every cassette from London to Idaho. April 1st. Fun and Laughter from Little Nemo Adventures in Slumber. Fuck. And just a little bit closer from Goodies. I can strike two off. <laughs> what are the two? Fucking Gooby and what was the second one? <gasps> Anything can happen on Halloween. Yeah. Eat shit. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> fun and laughter. Is that the one? Oh, you son of a bitch. You picked this. The fucking and this movie, one where guy. eventually it goes into like slumberland. Slumber oh. That was some good like singing there. I am going to have to go with Little Nemo because wow. that, I wow. genuinely wow. Oh my love God. that song. The Vegas betting folks, you've you've just, you fucked them. You fucked <laughs> Sorry. them. Sorry. Oh no, It's Him Again was the favorite for you. It was, but it's like, it got stuck in my head 
and it was fun to refer back to mm-hmm. but the little nemo song it's it's legitimately like a good song oh yeah i mean yeah well i'm going with anything can happen on halloween just because it is not only vegas people made their their money okay. they broke even <laughs> they sure did because sure i thought i was like Bees gonna be good here's halloween. the thing here's the look the song pretty good the uh music video that accompanies it amazing <laughs> the fact that it has been turned into like a meme delightful now it's become like a like a halloween thing i yeah. i just expect to now see it's a it halloween tiktok uh-huh but let me tell you fun and laughter of all these songs fun and laughter is by the sherman brothers like that's you know there's chops there oh yeah 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 and then you know yeah uh just a little bit closer gooby you know it's just an honor to be nominated <laughs> I fucking, I don't even remember that, that song. That is the song that plays while they are in the grocery store. It goes, na, 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 just a little bit closer. Yeah, I, just I don't a little have any bit closer. regrets okay. about cutting that. <laughs> All right, well. Because I don't fucking remember that song, so it <laughs> obviously didn't leave an impression. Fair enough. All right, and yeah, y'all, you know, this was just kind of a, this was a pared down awards year, you know? Sometimes we got a glut, and sometimes it's a little little dry. This is one of those years. Uh, We're going to wrap it up now. Like I said, this is our two-year anniversary, and our last episode was our 50th podcast. This is our 51st. If you've been listening the entire time, thank you so much. If this is your very first time, or you're just kind of (laughs) new. If you've been listening to us this entire time seek help no and i mean i'm not kidding around like i know you're not listening but to the people that listened to one or maybe a few episodes and decided it's not for them that is a-okay thank you for giving it a shot anyway that yep it really does make me happy to know that someone tried it out even if they didn't like it you know but no that's gonna that's gonna do it for us um we've already mentioned the website that's at indoorrecess.club there you can find all sorts of silly things and uh the list and where to watch the movies and sometimes if the movies are on youtube i just post the links you know we also have an email address and that's at hey at indoorrecess.club mm-hmm. hey h-e-y at indoorrecess.club not h-e-j <laughs> yeah yeah Ikea. sorry swedish viewers or listeners I would love to hear if you are German and you saw this movie, if you went uh, in Kinogehen and saw fucking Pico and Columbus, tell me all about it. But if, if you haven't and you have another movie that you would like to recommend, once again, we're all ears. Or if you'd like to just talk about fucking anything, you want to tell me about... When you went to Blockbuster as a kid and you peed all over the floor. I mean, that's weird, but I'll I'll take your email. I don't think I've ever gone to the bathroom at a Blockbuster. Like, you had to go up and ask the you people. You had to ask them for Yeah, so if there is any place where you have to ask for keys to use the restroom, I'll never go to the restroom there. Yeah, totally. Same here. I get too, I get too nervous. <laughs> Movie so training company is the same way. It's because it's to stop people it's from... It's to stop theft. Yeah. We also have a Twitter account. It's at... Indoor Recess Pod. That's right. Indoor Recess Pod. I will post when new episodes go up. I will post snippets of the movies. I will post just weird little things that I've found that are 
you know, tangentially related, it's, it's a good time. I promise to not spam you too much, you know? It's a good follow. But I think that is going to do it. I think Jeff is going to take us out with some sort of fun little thing to say. Here it comes. Are you ready? I think so. All right, here we go. All right, guys, we'll see you next time coming at you across all four corners of Christopher Columbus's weird square globe. (laughs) That's good. I love it.